0: For example, the world's largest carbon sucking plant recently opened up in Iceland. It is a very difficult process to, for this plant to operate. And it doesn't suck out nearly as much carbon as we're producing. But the fact is that this is a step in the direction that we need to be going. Welcome to Season 2 of the Stakeholders Podcast. In this season, we'll focus on the important topics of our world, how stakeholders are affected by these topics, and the actions we can all take to push society in the right direction. On today's episode, I want to take a deep dive into a topic that's very near and dear to my heart, and that is climate change. It's difficult to encapsulate the entirety of this topic. That is because of how complex it is and how many different stakeholders are involved That being pretty much everyone on our planet at the moment. Now, there are a couple of specific topics that I want to talk about, some actions that are being taken already, and what we can do as individuals to improve our situation. We're in a very bad place. And I think that is the reason we're seeing so much action from people in power, people in government. Large corporations, even if if it's just for show, I believe it is because they're seeing the people at the bottom that care about that. I want to start out with some primary stakeholders. The first and foremost is oil companies. Oil companies have done a lot to negatively impact our environment. From literally polluting our oceans with the most recent oil spill in Um, Orange County, right by Huntington Beach, to the Gulf of Mexico a few years ago. And finally, the terrible disaster that literally caught the ocean on fire. This isn't something that we can really just brush off. These things have long-term impacts that cannot just be cleaned up. Entire ecosystems will be devastated and still are. People are cleaning it up, but it's not just going to disappear. Other people that are still affecting it quite a bit are factories that just dump toxic chemicals. There is a location in Oxnard that is still a toxic waste dump because in the 70s and 80s, uh, companies would just use that as a dumping ground. And it is right next to the ocean and much of it has washed out into our ocean and other streams in the area. Now, these things wouldn't be as big of a deal if our leaders were acting in the best interest of the public, which, in my opinion, many are not. It is a big issue when money has more power over the populace. Now, on the other hand, there are stakeholders that are very powerful in making positive change. There are many nonprofits that are set to clean the environment. Um, I, I'm part of one of those called Surfrider. They are dedicated to advocacy. To cleaning up the beaches. To making sure that the future of the ocean is safe. But they're not the only ones. Other organizations are less friendly than that. There's the sea shepherds who literally fight off pirates on the coast that are overfishing the oceans um, illegally. Now, these guys literally board pirate ships such as those and arrest them because they should not be doing what they're doing. But there are also reactive actions that we're taking as, as a species. For example, the world's largest carbon sucking plant recently opened up in Iceland. It is a very difficult process to for this plant to operate, and it doesn't suck out nearly as much carbon as we are producing. But the fact is that this is a step in the direction that we need to be going. We also have literal crews cleaning up oil spills, like mentioned before, and other boots on the ground organizers, which are taking action directly to the leaders of our country, of the world. Now, those are the primary stakeholders because they're directly involved with how our environment is affected. They are either directly uh, making it worse or they're directly trying to improve it. But the fact is that the secondary stakeholders is anyone living on planet Earth. No matter if you're living on the coast where sea levels are rising, And so many people in California are going to be affected. You are already seeing how the rising sea levels are affecting New York, where so many high rises were beginning to go underwater. The subway was flooded um, from this past storm that passed through there. Um, It is incredible the amount of damage that is already being caused. And from what many experts say, this is only the beginning. Secondary stakeholders also include people next to uncontrollable wildfires like the fires of Australia a year ago. Basically, you could see this thing from space. A large majority of the country had gone up in flames. These extreme climate crises are supposed to get worse. We have seen them already get worse and more frequent. And while some people are planning and figuring out ways to get off the planet, which is a viable strategy, we still are a long way away from finding other hospitable places. We need to keep this place alive for our own sake, because the planet will keep going, even if we as a human race don't. So that's a lot of scary things that we can talk about and we can get depressed about, but they're supposed to help you take action. I don't want to scare you. I want to have you act based on this information. How can you do something about this without uprooting your entire life? Well, some of the easiest ways are volunteer locally. Go and find a place where you're picking up trash. Go find a place where you can help recycle, because unfortunately, sometimes we have to go out of our way. You can also reduce your plastic usage. Once one use plastic usage, let me be clear, because plastic, if you use it for a long time, it's not a bad idea. But so many people are convinced that they can't make a difference. Even if you can't volunteer every day, there are advocacy groups that you can get involved in. You can be an administrative, administrator somewhere. You can help establish organizations to help bigger organizations be held accountable. And this is where I want to talk about the responsibility that we all have. Because one person can't pass off their responsibility because someone else is taking action. We're all on this planet, and if we don't take action, then we are going to set ourselves up for failure in the future. It is so easy to put ourselves in this bubble and get trapped in a mindset with other people that have very similar ideals as us, people who like to do things that may be negative for the environment. And I've done this too, and I still do this. This is a human thing. We like to be in tribes. However, you have to break out. You have to look at the things that you do critically and decide whether you are going to be a passive person of this planet or if you're going to take action. Sometimes we're not the heroes of our stories. Right now, we're being villains. I use plastic on a daily basis, and I can't stop, and it is terrible. And while I don't hate myself for it, I know that it is bad. If you take away one thing from this episode, it's to take action in your own way. I love the beach. I love the ocean, and that is why I'm part of Surfrider. Find what you're passionate about and be a part of that. Help keep it alive because it is part of an ecosystem near you. Thank you so much for listening. I hope it wasn't a depressing episode. See you all next time.